Hey everybody, this is the House of Darkner. Good morning. I hope you all are having a good morning. It's kind of rainy here, but it's nice and going in this house. Why? Because I did the basic thing you get up in the morning. You wake up, you brush your mouth, you say hi to the dog, say hi to the wife, and I get on and start watching the new trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home. And what is... Oh, okay, we're getting real. We're getting real with this. So we're going to have some real talk about... The new teaser trailer. Although it was like a two-minute something trailer, so technically it's not really teasing a bunch. Uh, but it's definitely showed you some stuff in the new trailer for the Spider-Man Far From Home. Now, granted, some of this stuff has already been confirmed because the internet just can never just let people be. And so a lot of this stuff we already kind of knew. Um, one, one thing I want to mention out the gate, just right out the gate that they did, and I appreciate is the fact that they're letting Aunt May know that he's Spider-Man. And, you know, and if for those who have read the comics and watched the TV shows for all, all so many years, they have always made him elude, or uh, excuse me, elude his Aunt May when it comes to him being Spider-Man. And the comics, and granted, all the Aunt Mays, you know, from this point to now have been relatively, like, old lady status. So they, they, they kind of use it as a way to give him a way out. It's like, oh, she's old. She doesn't realize it. But Marissa Tomei is no no old <laughs> but we all can we all can confirm she's the hottest version of ant-man that's ever exists like diane lane was you know martha kent you're like really all right wow she's very pretty you made her martha okay let's go not that martha was ever ugly but make a you know young martha young aunt may it's just it's, it's happening it's one of those things so and the fact that for those those who don't remember the end of homecoming she walked in with him in the suit so I'm like, I like the fact they immediately addressed that. And I like the fact that she's using it, <laughs> you know? It, it shows her like the, at, the home, at, the, at the homeless shelter, which is where she works, which sounds like a very Aunt May thing to do. And she, he comes in and makes an appearance, and I like the fact that she's using him to do that. Very good. I think it's very smart. I, you know, I can see my mom like, hey, David, look. Um, we're having a special appearance at Point Lobos today, so we, I need you to come in as Darkner, fly in over top, you know, fly around Bird Island, come around, land, talk about protecting the environment and stuff like that, you know, don't leave cigarette buds on the ground, don't litter, don't don't touch any of the animals, and that you love, you know, harbor seals, do another fly, loop around the entire park, and then leave. I can see my mom doing that to me if I was, if, as Darkner, it, it, I, it would just happen, it would just happen, and photo shoots, oh, you bet. All right, David, so we need we have an opening on Thursday, so I need you to come fly in as Darkner, take a couple of pictures, you know, hold hold some mushrooms that we have that are native here, uh, shake hands with the superintendent, and uh, hug a couple of the rangers, and then fly once again, loop around Point Lobos, and then on your way out. I, I can see you're doing that. I can see you're doing it. It's just normal. So I'm not, I kind of think it's funny that it's happening, it's happening in this movie, but I'm not surprised at the same time. And so, we, for all we we all know, the one thing we know for a fact is that a couple of things that he's leaving to go to Europe. Uh, another thing that we know for a fact is that Happy Hogan and May Parker are now kind of becoming a thing. For those who are confused with that, that's not canon. In the comic books, Pepper and Hogan are actually married, but the way they wrote it in the MCU is that Pepper and Tony are finally together. Because at one point in the comic books, Pepper fell in love with Tony. But Tony kind of rejected her, and then when he finally was ready to be in a relationship where she already moved on and started dating Happy, and then they got married. So they're kind of not doing that in this, and it was just okay. 
my my wife automatically assumes makes it cute, thinks it's cute that Happy and and May are kind of being goo goo with each other because it makes it very awkward for Peter. And you know, shout out to Tom Holland who always who's very good at portraying. Uh, the, the, you know, he knows how to make awkward stuff happen in the movie. He's very good at that. He's very good at that. And I think that's why he's perfect for for Peter. Um, so that we knew kind of already happened. So that's already addressed in the trailer that there's there's a thing going on with Happy in May. Um, I do like the fact that he's trying to just have a normal vacation. He's trying to have this normal class trip to Europe without having to have a suit and 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 anything like that. Oh, and for those who are surprised and spoilers. So clearly, Spider-Man survives Endgame, but we already knew that when they announced that they were making a sequel for Spider-Man way before Infinity War came out. So this should not be a spoiler to anybody who's watching this because they already announced that they were going to make a sequel. And there's three sequels you know for a fact that are happening that confirms that they're surviving, they're going to make it out of Endgame. Black Panther, Doctor Strange, and also clearly Far From Home, Spider-Man. And so, oh, and Guardians 3. So, but how many of those characters, we don't know. Dave Bautista might have messed up his future as Drax. So, there, there you go. But uh, the point is, is that it, it, we, it confirms that this movie also takes place after Endgame. So, it's not that much of a spoiler. So, let's go. Uh, okay, so, what's the other thing I like that they pointed out? Oh, uh... Jake Gyllenhaal showing up as uh, Mysterio is really cool. For those who don't know, I watched a video of one of the panels they had. I forget which convention they went to, but they mentioned that Mysterio is actually starting out working for S.H.I.E.L.D., which is kind of cool. And then so eventually at some point he's going to turn. Whether or not it's going to be in this movie, we'll see. Uh, it will be after this movie. We also will see. I don't know yet. But right now at this point, Spider-Man and Mysterio will be working together. Which is, I think, is kind of cool, but it's kind of it, it makes more sense of how he gets introduced, and in, in at least in the MCU, so it's kind of cool, and why he's there in Europe. You know what I mean? Uh, so we already at least we already have at least a couple of villains shown in this one. Uh, we have Molten Man and Hydra Man. Hydra Man was a maybe because there was like one scene. That was done by Tom Holland, and I think it's like it's either his Instagram or his Twitter, where his stunt double was getting blasted with water, and was like, "Hydra Man, Hydra Man." I'm like, ah, "Maybe we'll see. Let's see first. And sure enough, it looks like Hydra Man's in the movie. So those are the two, at least two of the bad guys that are showing up in this movie. Whether or not they are the primary protagonist, or excuse me, antagonist in this, we're not sure yet. It could still be Mysterio. We don't know if Mysterio turns in this movie or not, so it still could be him. We'll know. Probably when a later trailer comes up, man, it's coming out July fifth. Man, it's and it, we're it, they're pumping out the movies. I'm telling you right now. Between we got Captain Marvel in March, we got we got uh, Endgame in April, and then we got uh, Far From Home in July. We we're getting it. Yes, this is the kind of stuff I like. I am never upset with more comic book movies in my life. Uh, what's the other thing that was in this movie? That oh, a nice nod to Ben Parker in this movie. If you guys pay attention to when he's packing the suitcase, there's the what is it? There's a word for it. I can't. Is it monogram? I think it's monogram, where he has it has the initials of Ben Parker on the suitcase. I was like, that's a nice little, that's a nice nod, because Ben Parker has not been a a staple, not a staple, uh, a base for a lot of what. 
Peter, you know, is dealing, how he deals with stuff. Because if you ever pay attention, like even like the old series or even in the comic books, he's always talking about Ben. Ben, Ben, Ben. Ben is because of Ben. I think this way, Ben, you know. So the fact they don't really say Ben a lot is is interesting. He does reference Ben Parker in Civil War about when, you know, when you let things happen and it's be, when things happen, it's because of you. So you, you know that's a reference to when you know, Ben was uh, killed. So it's nice to see, you know, they still reference him, even though he doesn't directly talk about it or use the phrase, you know, great power comes great responsibility kind of stuff. So that's kind of cool. I like that. It's nice. It's a nice little, nice little nod. Uh, one thing I do, oh, there was a, I don't know if that's true or not, but we 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 do at least about about whether or not great, you know, Captain Britain is going to show up in this movie. I don't know if that's going to be a thing. I, it'd be cool if it happened. I'd be okay if it didn't. You know, it it's it just doesn't need to happen. Uh, save the Braddocks for like an X Men movie or something. I know, uh, he's not his power comes from a suit, but still, I you know, just save that for another for another time. Uh, whether or not Tony Stark survives Endgame has not been confirmed yet because we don't know whether or not he shows up in this movie because it'd be kind of be important if he did because he's like it's you're Tony Stark you're the one kind of mentoring this kid so it, we haven't confirmed or not because. That was one of the things we weren't sure yet about in this movie, if, he, if Tony was going to show up. And especially since Nick Fury kind of does show up in this movie. Which, by the way, shout-outs to Nick Fury not setting off Peter's spider sense. He was literally in the brother's room, shot Ned, and, be, and then he realized somebody was in the room. You know what I mean? That's sick. You know, uh... Nick Fury doesn't have any powers. I mean, granted, he does. He didn't use the Infinity Formula. That why, that's why he's, like, still, like technically young even though he's like what 50 60 something years old in the in the comics he's like he, in the comics comic books he's technically like 100 something years old he's like as old as captain america but because he used the infinity formula he's still relatively young but i just like the fact that he was able to be in that room and not set off peter's spider sense it's so so sick so once again we already have confirmation that we already knew this that nick fury and maria hill are going to be in and Spider-Man Far From Home, and we got both of them, we've seen both of them already in this trailer. Uh, we have, we've already had confirmation about the two different suits, we have the stealth suit and the black and red suit, and you see both <laughs> in the trailer. So, they're not, there's not a lot of, of, I guess there's not much to hide, since especially a lot of it already got exposed, because things like internet, they can't just be, they can't just let things be. But I think is everything about it looks really cool. I like it. I like the fact that Flash Thompson is now obsessed with Spider-Man, like he should be. But he's still kind of a, he's still a jerk to Peter because he has no idea. That's perfect. And I like how Peter just just takes it. He's like, yeah, yeah. I love it. It's really good. I love it. That's very smart. They keep it. They keep it the way it is. I love it. And uh, I just everything about this trailer. I think this movie. I know a lot of people had issues with Homecoming because of I don't know. And I will, I will say this, and I will still say, and people are like, well, you know, it's still not my favorite Spider-Man movie. All right, fine. It was, it's not mine either. Spider-Man Two is still my favorite. And, but I still, I think Tom Holland's my favorite Spider-Man overall because he's well, one number one, <laughs> he's not thirty-five years old playing an eighteen-year-old or six seventeen-year-old or sixteen-year-old Tobey Maguire, and. We're, and while Andrew Garfield looked more like the ultimate version of Peter, he still didn't have everything that made Peter Parker Peter. He was like, he didn't have see it some of the nerd, but not enough of the nerd, and he didn't have all the awkwardness. 
he really he was missing some aspects of his character and Tom Holland is a is a package complete package deal of how to play Peter Parker and Spider Man. He's got the emotions, he's got the awkwardness, he's got the nerd. He's he's got it he's got everything that's supposed to be the character while while Tom not while Tom Andrew and Toby had pieces, Tom has them all. And I and I that's why I think he's really he's a fantastic Spider Man, you know. And the fact his brother can like literally backflip into a room on his own is ridiculous. I, you know, Toby was not that agile, and I think Andrew might have been, but the fact that Tom is pretty good, and plus he's like like he's officially to date was the is the youngest actor to play Peter Parker. So yeah, if you go watch the old Spider Man TV series, I'm gonna talk about the live action TV series that came out in the '70s. That brother was old. Who was playing Peter Parker? He was old and hairy. He was gross. <laughs> go. Yeah, I mean, for those who didn't know, there was a live action. Spider-Man TV series. It was out in the seventies, and it was laughs. I've watched. It. I remember. I remember there was a marathon of it one time, and I watched them all. I was like, "This stuff is crazy." He had ropes for webbing. It was nuts, and he had like a he had a he had a wheel on his web shooter, so he could literally zip line. It was. You know, I'm serious. I'm dead serious. You you'll see it because it's just it sits there on on his web on his web shooter. It's nuts. You just, you should see it. It's pretty good. But uh, yeah, so far everything with this trailer looks really good. Um, I I have to. Now maybe it's not a gripe. I'm just interested. I'm very intrigued to see where uh Peter's relationship with, with MJ is gonna go because they're starting to mess with it now. You know, in in Homecoming it was him and Liz Allen. Now that now that she's gone, and so now he has an opportunity to kind of connect with MJ. And she's a very. They made her a very different MJ. She she's sarcastic. She's kind of kind of i don't know how to take it she's a, she's not i don't know i don't know how to take it because you know it's it, i don't know it's very interesting how they like she's not she's not like and not nowhere in putting down zendaya because zendaya is a very pretty pretty girl but they like they make her kind of disheveled a little bit and her hair is just off doing whatever it wants and it's like i mean i guess that's you know in high school that's what some girls do i don't know i can't remember because most times I was not cool enough to have to have the hot girl in the class, but the point was is that uh, they're doing a different way of handling MJ in this one than they did in like when Tobey Maguire was was doing Spider Man. Granted, Kirsten Dunst was no MJ to me. I will I will I will stick with that to the end of my days. She was I was when they cast her. I was like gross. Still, I still don't. Oh, oh. So, anyways, the point is, I'm very curious how to see how their relationship's going to work because clearly in the trailer you see that she's kind of starting to feel, you know, starting to have some thing for him, they're, and they're having a thing. And he even says, man, I want to spend more time more time with MJ. And it's just kind of very interested to see how their relationship's going to go because she's always been interesting. She was interesting in Homecoming. Sounds like she's going to be interesting in this one. And so I'm very curious. I'm very curious to see where it goes. I'm very curious. And, and how their dynamic is going to work. You know what I mean? So it's going to be interesting. Everything looks good. Everything so far looks good. And uh, I don't – I just want, I want to – you know what? The one thing I want to make sure they don't do, don't pull – because when you have multiple villains in a movie, granted, you know, we don't know. We Like I said, there's multiple men and Hydra men. We don't know if Mysterio is going to go bad guy in this one, if he is even the main bad guy in this one. We have no idea. But the point is, is that uh, Mysterio's in it, so there's a good chance he's going to be the bad guy. I just hope 
They don't pull a Spider-Man three or the Amazing Spider-Man when you know, like they've they've had this bad habit when they put multiple villains in a movie, they fail at their job. The, like Spider-Man three, the best story told was was Flint Marco, aka Sandman's story, and yet they dwarfed it by putting in. Harry becoming Green Goblin, and they put they dwarfed it by bringing in Venom, and it just kind of like he was the best part of that story arc, and I, I that's what hurt that movie a lot. And granted, just Spider Man Three was just bad for so many reasons. You know, Gwen Stacy didn't have to be in that movie, but she was there. There's so many things I could talk about with that movie, and the thing with the Amazing Spider Man, while I like seeing Electro, I don't like the fact that it was like Rhino showed up for no reason in the movie. Uh, they brought back Green Goblin like literally at the last part of the film. He was like, and it didn't make sense, you know. I just feel like he was not necessary for the movie. They just used brought him in to kill Gwen. Let's be real. Let's be real. That's the whole reason why Harry became Green Goblin was to kill Gwen. They should have focused on Electro and and his relationship with Max Dillon. That's Electro's name, Max Dillon and Peter Parker's or Spider Man's relationship because that's what the that's what the big deal was at that point. And just focused on that instead of trying to bring in Green Goblin. That, that could have been, that should have been three. You know, if you want to kill Gwen, kill Gwen in three. Don't kill her in two. And then, and, and then Rhino at the end, it was just, like, I didn't hate The Amazing Spider-Man 2, but I can see the flaws in it. And I can see why people were not 100% on it. And people are hating on Electro. I don't know why you're hating on Electro. First of all, it's Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is now new the, the new uh, Al Simmons so if y'all don't know what that means, go look it up. But respect that man. Anyways, so I'm just hoping they it doesn't overshadow the characters don't overshadow each other. Granted, this is MCU. They don't they don't fail most of the time with stuff like that. I'm just and they do have a they they've had a good job bringing more than one villain in a in a movie. Granted, like some of the villains just don't get much limelight. Like people were mad that when you they, Baron, Baron von Strucker showed up in Age of Ultron. <laughs> not only did he get beat up immediately, but then he Ultron killed him by the middle of like the movie, so he was no use. He didn't. They, we didn't have a chance to see one of the most high, one of the most influential men in Hydra do his thing. And same thing with Crossbones. Crossbones made his appearance in Civil War to be, you know, to die in a grenade, his own bomb, you know, in the, in the beginning of Civil War was kind of like, man, it'd been really nice to see him later. You know what I mean? We never got the leader from Incredible Hulk. I mean, things like that. So we got to – I hope they, they kind of figured out how to bring in more than one villain and not – and don't shortchange them. That's what, that's the one I'm trying to think of. Don't shortchange them because I like to see – granted, the, the fact that they brought in Molten Man, they dug for that because I didn't know who Molten Man was. I was like, who's Molten Man? Let me look that up. And sure enough, I'm like, wow, that's a real Spider-Man villain. I'm like, cool. Hydra Man – uh, I think the only reason why they're doing Hydra Man is because Sandman's already been done, so they don't want to reiterate a character. That's why you don't see Green Goblin. That's why you, know, you, got, you don't have no Harry Osborn. You don't have the Osborns. You don't have none of that because Green, Green Goblin's already been done twice already. So that's actually a pretty good idea why they didn't do that. So um, I, I, I do like the fact that MCU is not trying to repeat villains, which I think they would do a really good job doing the Osborns, you know, Norman and Harry and stuff like that. But I can see why they wouldn't didn't want to repeat. So that's fine by me. I was like, so I'm very interested to see how they will introduce like Hydra Man and Molten Man. What's their deal? If they are the main bad guys, if not, I like to see how Mysterio turns 
on S.H.I.E.L.D. and becomes the official bad guy in the movie, which I'm assuming he is the official bad guy in the movie. I'm just waiting to see what happens to where he turns. Anyways, this is House of Darkness saying, yeah, the thumbs up right here for for the so far that trailer gave everything I wanted to know. You know what's so funny, if you think about it? Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home gave us more in the two-minute trailer that it had than <laughs> Avengers Endgame. And it cracks me up, but that's okay. I don't want Avengers Endgame getting us, giving us anything. I want them to stay quiet for the next, what, three months. Don't say nothing. No TV spots, no promo trailers, no international trailers. I don't want to see nothing. I don't want to see nothing. We have to guess. Thank you. And so I think that's why when Far From Home came out, it gave us a lot. Because <laughs> we didn't get nothing in Endgame, which is fine. It was okay. But a lot of the stuff that they showed and for uh, Far From Home, we kind of already knew. We knew that Molten Man was going to be the villain. We knew Mysterio was in the movie. We knew that we knew that Nick Fury and Maria. Uh, we knew about Ho- Happy and May being a thing. So a lot of the stuff is not big reveals. It's just confirmate. Com- it's just confirming what we already know, which is okay. That's perfectly fine. I just you know I think it's great, and I like the fact that Aunt May is is riding the Spider-Man train when it comes to like using him for work and stuff like that. I think it's so smart. I love it. I love it. But it makes me curious to see how she's de- how she deals with it in Endgame. You know what I mean? Because clearly in Endgame, by Endgame, she already knew he's Spider-Man. So, or by Infinity War, she already knew he was Spider-Man, and, yet, and he still had the suit and stuff, so she still, she I want to know that conversation, how that conversation worked out between them two. Maybe they'll have it, maybe they'll have it in Far From Home. Like the conversation, because I want to know what how that worked out. You know what I mean? You know, we saw at the end of Homecoming, she she found out, but like the conversation in between that to where now she's just okay with it. I want to know what that is. You know, unless now she's just being the cool aunt because it's Marissa Tomei and she's playing hot version of Aunt May. I don't know. I'm curious. I'm very curious. I'm very curious to see if she's a little more hip. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. She makes weird puns about noodles and stuff like that. So maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But I'm, I would love to have seen the conversation between them two about that and how she was okay with him being Spider-Man from, the, from that day forward. Very curious. Very curious. But maybe we'll get a conversation in the, mo- in the sequel. Maybe we won't. But at least we know for a fact that she's aware that he's Spider-Man and she's letting him be Spider-Man. So that's kind of cool. All right, guys. This is the House of Darkner on a, sat- on a Saturday. It's not even Saturday. On a Tuesday morning, bright and early, Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. out. It's coming out July 5th. We in this. It is exciting. And and I need to eat breakfast. I really do. I didn't have any breakfast. I should probably do that. Yeah. <laughs>